Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. If you use a smart speaker, you can always ask Alexa to enable the SOS radio skill. We were talking about the perks that our parents had when we were growing up. I'm Scott on SOS Radio. I'm talking to Ryan Stevenson. How are you? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> Stealing my pajamas. Hey, I love it. So growing up in Oregon, you know, our parents are hustling to pay the bills. Did your parents have any work perks that you got to benefit from as a kid growing up? Oh, man, you know it. Like my dad worked on a dairy farm. And so the perks of working on a dairy was you got all the free whole milk right out of the tank that you could possibly stomach. Meat, like of half a beef, a half a pig. And like we would just go across the street to the potato field and just dig the potatoes and have like meat and potatoes all the time. <laughs> it's like growing up in Ireland or something, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right? We got a lot of perks, just all you can eat, just food and livestock uh, and milk. It's awesome. Talking with Ryan Stevenson today at SWS Radio. I mean, we all face storms in our life. And you look back on the things that God's walked you through, right? And you think about, like, whether you sell insurance or you work as a paramedic or a musician. We're talking about perspective today with Ryan Stevenson. It's so interesting how God walks through all these seasons with us. I mean, this COVID season is crazy because, I mean, when you started working in music, you were doing home shows and playing in any church that will let you lead worship. You know, it's like, hey, if you can pay me 50 bucks, you can pay me 100 bucks, I'm there. I just want to share my music. And then, you know, you start taking off or writing songs. You get a recording contract. You're touring the country. And then COVID hits. And it's like, hey, this last year has been basically the same thing as you were doing 15 years ago. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It's honestly, man, it's been wonderful. You know, my prayer going into 2020 was God, just give me clarity. Give me perfect vision. And when 2020 happened, it felt like all my strategies and plans and all these (laughs) things were just falling apart. And I was like, God, what's what's happening? And I just really felt clearly, Scott, that it was like, God was saying, I am doing that. I am, I'm answering the cry of your heart. I am giving you perfect vision. I'm clearing distractions out of your field of view. I'm resetting things for you. And it's like this last year, not just with going back and scaling back my touring thing to just playing home parties and home concerts in people's backyards. It's been a profound season for me that I didn't even know that I needed of rest and reconnection with my family and just reconnection with people and like why I even wanted to do this in the first place. And that's just getting out of the green room and coming out with the people and just being up close and personal, acoustic storytelling nights, sharing the heart of the song. It's really been amazing. Yeah. And it's kind of how it all started too, because when you were working as a paramedic, that was your main job and trying to write songs and do music and play wherever you could. I mean, talk about that season and what God showed you from then to now. Oh, man. I feel like, yeah, a lot of people don't know I worked as a paramedic for a number of years, about eight years before I got signed to a record deal. So I I worked on the streets, intervening in people's chaos and in tragedy and in hard, difficult times. And, And it woke me up and it changed my life for sure. Like that job changed my life and it shifted my perspective to what's actually important in life. And that is each other. That's relationship, that's community, that's our health. And, you know, going from being a paramedic to now playing music, it's like this full circle thing. I feel like I'm almost right back into that point where I'm so thankful for my years spent working on the streets with all those situations as a paramedic to now being right back in a position where I'm just kind of right back up close and personal with people 
in the midst of an uncertain time that we're in as a nation and as a society and as a culture, it's been so cool and refreshing and powerful to just take all that life experience and just go right back down in to small communities and to people who are experiencing hardship and difficulty and heaviness in their life and great loss and great sadness to be able to just meet with people in such a cool way, sharing songs and sharing the heart of God through this stuff. It's amazing. We're talking to Ryan Stevenson today on Zoom on SWS Radio, and you can watch the video over on our YouTube channel. But Ryan, you were talking about like just finding like peace through the craziness of life, right? Like, what have you thought about like wrapping your heart around peace when there's just storms coming after you again and again and again through those rough seasons where you're like, I know God's given me a vision to do something bigger than what I'm doing now, but I'm just feeling the storm. Yeah, I think it really, and I'm learning that every moment of every day as we just keep going through thing after thing after thing after twist and turn. And like my world has been flipped upside down. Like everything I thought where I think I thought I should be at this stage in my life has just been like, whoop. And I've been learning momentarily to just rest and be still and trust the process that because God is so loving and He's so good and He has such an amazing plan. I really do believe he has a plan. Like the Bible even promises us that. He orders our steps. I love that. I've just been learning to to let go of my grip of control as hard as that is, even if I have to do it 10 times a day and just know that he's always good. He's always motivated by love. And I can I can momentarily trust him with the details of my life, even if it's not looking the way that I think it should be, because ultimately we are his kids and he's a good father. And what good father doesn't have amazing things for his children. You and I can both attest to that. You're a dad. I'm a dad. There's nothing I wouldn't do for my children. And that's the same way God feels for us. It's crazy parenting in this weird world. I mean, we look back to, you know, we're growing up in the 1990s thinking the world was crazy then. And now look at it like, what's this world going to look like by the time that our kids are actually in high school? And uh, you've got a couple of boys and then you actually just had a daughter just before the pandemic started. I mean, what's God been challenging you and your wife with as you think about teaching your kids about how to navigate through a Christian worldview in this weird, crazy world? Yeah. You know, touring got shut down, COVID came, March, our whole world got flipped upside down. And then right in the middle of, you know, the peak of COVID, we had a baby girl <laughs> and her name is Birdie. You know, she's 10 years behind our boys. Like she's a surprise. And like, I, I just can't believe we have a daughter now and having a baby girl, like, you know, we've been a boy family for so long. And like, now we're in the mode, we're 10 years older now. And now we have a new kid and she's a girl and it's just changed everything. And it's been, it's been amazing. Like, I love how just even in the most unforeseen, like crazy little quirky circumstances of our life, like even having a new baby, like the Lord just says like, look at this amazing gift and look at, <laughs> look at life this way. And it's crazy what our children 20 years ago, when I was in school to what 20 years later has, how it's already progressed to a point where our kids are dealing with things that you and I never had to deal with. And I'm, I guess I'm just scaling for me. I'm scaling everything back old school. Like I'm going back to the way I was taught. Like, I don't care if you call me old school and, and a hard case and just old fashioned, but I'm really thankful for the old fashioned people in my life that kept my nose to the grindstone and kept me clean because literally saved my life. And so I'm just, I'm scaling it back to on a logistical level, 
there's just certain things that we don't do like that my kids don't do like we're not on iPads we're not on social media like we're you know we're really careful about what's on our TV like we spend a lot of time just reading and as a family and outside and walking down by the river and playing baseball like I just think there's so many cool little and I try to share that with people all the time like get outside get your face out of a screen Dude, you would be surprised the difference that that just that adjustment makes. It's funny when you think about busyness. We're talking with Ryan Stevenson today at SWS Radio. We always think like, I don't want my life to be busy. I always thought like, we're not going to be one of those sports families. They book every vacation. You're traveling all around the world, doing all of this and that, driving all your kids to activities like 24-7. And I feel like the COVID season has helped us all just kind of like hone in on like, okay, it's actually good to be busy. It's just a different kind of focus to maybe the way that we grew up and the way that we thought. It's like my kids both play soccer and we do that. And, you know, my daughter does acting classes. My son does a coding class. And so if you're looking at our schedule, I mean, like you look at the schedule on my phone, like it's pretty busy, but I feel like this season has helped us just to hone in on like the right kind of yes. And it's like, I want to keep my kids busy because that keeps them out of trouble, but I don't want it to run our family. Yeah. You find that balance, man. Like you, it's amazing to not be idle. It's like equally as healthy to not let your activities be the altar that your family goes to, to worship. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, we've been very intentional about that. And like, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. Like I love having stuff to do. I, we do not sit around as a family, but we don't, and I'm not knocking, you know, travel teams or sports. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Like we do some of that. We're in baseball right now. Like we're, we're on the go, but I guess it's just has, it's not a thing in our life that we just commit to because you know, we have three kids. I'm touring and traveling. That's starting to kick up. Like our life is just so nuts that I think that some things can tend to get a little bit lost if all you're doing is running, running, running. So Ryan, your song, When We Fall Apart, was inspired by your mom, Phyllis, who unfortunately passed away back in 2009. And it sort of released about 10 years later on the anniversary of that. But tell us the story. You know, it's really simple. My mom got cancer when I was 14. She got breast cancer and she fought it for a long time. And then it eventually went into her bones and she was on hospice there at the end. And I went home to see her. My sister called me up and said, Hey, this is it. You need to come say goodbye to mom. And she was really pretty incoherent. She was real disoriented. But the day that I went home and I saw her and I, I walked into her room, you know, and I'm just losing it. I'm it's, it was really difficult. She kind of had this moment of clarity where she began to really make a lot of sense. And she's just like, she's just like, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to be okay. And I'm exhausted. Like I'm ready to go with the Lord. She just started dropping this wisdom. She's like, don't think for two seconds, Ryan, that you need to walk out of this house today feeling like you need to have it all together or, or shoulder this heavy load for everybody or, or put on some facade that you're got this tough exterior or that you're going to, you know, she's like, just release your grip of control right now. I'm just going to set you free be okay with just falling apart and grieving because like second Corinthians says, it's in our, it's in our weakness that he is strong, that he is made strong through our weaknesses, not our strengths. Yeah. Like she said, sometimes our greatest strength is our really our surrender. She said, sometimes the only way we're ever going to see anything clearly in life is when we see it through our tears. So don't ever lose your tears. Fight to keep your tears. There's power and there's healing in your precious tears. They're a gift. And I, 
had no idea that that conversation that day would end up all these years later, just, you know, it took me 10 years to write that song. Like I, I didn't, I never expected, never wanted to, but I was writing my book and I had to go back and remember these seasons of my life where trajectory shifting things happened. And my mom's death was obviously one of those. And I remembered that conversation and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. And I wrote this song and it's just her words of what she said to me about being okay to just cry and fall apart and grieve because loss is going to touch every single one of us. Like none of us are going to avoid loss on some level. It doesn't have to be death necessarily. It can be loss of anything that produces grief and heartache and heaviness and tension in our lives. And that's what I just really wanted this song. This is just my mom's words, really nothing special to it. Just nothing incredibly complicated. I just wanted people to know that, we can fall into the arms of Jesus. Just let go. Stop trying to maintain something that never was yours to maintain in the first place. You know, walking through the death of a parent is rough. And for a lot of people listening, they haven't had to experience that yet. But obviously, it's inevitable that that's how the cycle of life goes, right? What advice would you share for someone when they are going through that, when you're dealing with all the emotions, you're dealing with the grief, and you're like, that's my mom. and My mom just passed away. I don't even know what to do right now. Yeah, totally, man. Well, you know, and I'm the baby of our family. I'm the only son. My mom and I were really tight. And I felt, I truly felt orphaned. Like I had this orphan thing that just took place in my life. I struggled for a really long time. Not that I questioned God at all on any level, but I was just, I was really, really sad that somebody like my mom would just get sick so young and have to go through this whole thing. I would just encourage people, like when you're going through that, the death of a parent, there's no right or wrong way to go through it. There's no right or wrong way to deal with it. You deal with it however you need to, because I feel like ultimately at the end of the day, Jesus feels everything that we feel and experience anyways. And so when we're dealing with the loss of our mom or our dad, don't worry about what anybody thinks. I mean, and that's just the, that's just the most simple brass tax way I can even try to explain that is everybody grieves and processes pain in their own individual way. Like we're so uniquely crafted as individuals that you can line up 10 people with the exact same stimulus or abuse or pain or, and everybody would go 10 different ways. And that's just the beauty of our, the intricacy of how we were created. So I would just encourage people, let it go. Who cares what anybody thinks? I don't know. It's like there's those stages of grief and they kind of hit us all different ways. And sometimes you feel like angry about it and that's normal. Sometimes you feel like, why don't I feel angry about it? I just feel nothing about it right now. Is there something wrong with me? No, because then it comes in a different wave later. (laughs) It's like, and it's just like those stages and you just process through it. And unfortunately it takes time, but it's normal. Yeah. And I had those questions too. I was like, early on, I was like, why do I not feel more sad? And then I would feel bad about that. And then we could get into all kinds of discussions over that stuff. But again, man, just to agree with you on that, it's different. Every step of the way is different. And to, just to be okay with not having it all together. 
We're talking with Ryan Stevenson today at SWS Radio, and his song, When We Fall Apart, came from losing his mom and came from some things that his mom was sharing with him when she was dying and just saying, hey, it's okay to cry. It's okay to let it all out. Sometimes, like, when we fall apart, the tears are what cleanse things. But, Ryan, I know sometimes we hear all of that, and sometimes it takes time to process what that means. You know, when you think about, like, walking through life and looking through our emotions, it's funny because emotions can help us to feel even elated when things are great, but they can drop us down to the lowest points. And a lot of times we try to just like push them out and say, I want to be in the middle. I want to be stable. I want to be centered. But if we're always focused on average, we don't get the high highs because we're trying to like kill off the low lows. Have you ever processed that? Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's weird because again, you know, we're everybody, we're so individual that you know, I've unfortunately or fortunately, I'm an emotionally driven guy. Like I feel everything. So I'm kind of like this all the time. And I I feel like there is a thing that takes place in all of us where I think it's healthy to let yourself experience the highs and the lows of whatever it is going on in your life. But know that nothing is as amazing as it seems but nothing is as bad as it seems. So to really just strive to shoot for, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to live right in here and not be, not be affected by the extreme highs or the extreme lows. And did you grow up in a family where it was okay to be emotional or did you always feel guilty about kind of like being driven by that? My mom was super emotional and uh, my dad was pretty, pretty guarded. And so like when I was with my mom, I felt like I could just really express emotion but when I was with my dad and my dad never showed emotion. So I was like, I felt like 50, 50, like kind of caught in the middle for sure. We're talking with Ryan Stevenson today at SWS Radio, and he has a book called Eye of the Storm, which digs into a lot of those stories if you wanted to go deeper. Thank you so much, Ryan, for sharing with us today. Of course. I'm glad. Honored. Thank you for just being such a support all these years, dude. And uh, I'm really grateful. Thank you. I'm so I'm honored that my music would just, be shared to your listeners out there. Thanks for listening to the SOS Radio Podcast with Scott Harold. If this discussion encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends on social media.